Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. There's a, an interesting report that's coming before the, uh, the police uh, com- the, the police board that uh, I think bears some scrutiny here. Uh, this is uh, coming up this Thursday to the Hamilton Police Services Board meeting. Uh, and it looks into 136 hate and bias incidents last year, which is actually a significant increase over 2016. Uh, Lloyd Ferguson is the chair of the Hamilton Police Services Board. He joins us on the program to talk about this. Hi, Lloyd. Thanks for jumping in today. Oh, you're welcome. I'm sorry. I just ran out of a meeting to come chat with you, too. So. Well, we'll just spend a few minutes on this. I know that you guys haven't talked about this at the board level. Do you do that later in the week? But these numbers are significant and, and, and somewhat troubling, I think. Well, they are. Uh, there, there's, there's good news and bad news uh, when I read through the report. And as you stated, this has not been debated by the board yet, and the presentation hasn't been done by the senior command. And that will happen tomorrow at 2 o'clock at the, uh, at the police services board meeting in the council chambers. But, yeah, there was 136 uh, hate or biased incidents were reported to Hamilton Police last year. Uh, five were hate crimes. Uh, 126 were incidents and five were unknown what the motivation was. And uh, um, a lot of that is around race. Uh, 67 incidents were around race, and then 41 incidents were um, uh, religiously motivated. And uh, But uh, the good news, and I'll jump right to that, that's the bad news. The good news is, is that uh, there were only uh, five that were uh, actual crimes, for example, graffiti. And uh, that's down from 15 last year. So there's a uh, a significant drop in the amount of actual crimes that are committed of 66.66%, but almost the same percentage increase in the amount of incidents. And so, uh, you know, that I'm looking forward to hearing the presentation tomorrow because uh, as I read through the report, we've been trying very hard to get people to report these. It's just like uh, sexual assault. It's hard to get women to um, to file a complaint because they're concerned about the consequences of it. And the, and the same thing with the, the hate crimes, just to report an incident where somebody made a racial slur or religious uh, slur to somebody. And so because we've been out at an educational program trying to encourage people to report these, because um, history has shown that when somebody makes these sort of racial or religious slurs to people, it can escalate over time, may eventually end up a terrorism. So you want to start it real quick to nip it in the bud and get that uh, that behavior corrected. Uh, you know, so, the targets, Lloyd, are one of the things that concerns me, and I know you just touched on that. And these are, these are just numbers right now, and I know that when you see the report on Thursday or get the report from police, uh, they can put a little meat on the bones here. But but uh, the most targeted racial group were the black community with 40 incidents, but uh, Jewish people, uh, Muslims, uh, the LGBTQ community, on and on it goes. Uh, and, and again, it tells you that this is happening with great frequency. Uh, I know the incidents of targeting trans people uh, dropped, actually, from uh, the year before, but there again, when talking to some people in that community, they say, well, that's because we don't even report it anymore because uh, it just we don't seem to be getting anywhere on this. And there's frustration all the way around here. Yeah, there is, and you're, you're, you're right. On, on, uh, on Black, there was 40 incidents. On South Asian, there was 10. White, there was three. Aboriginal, there was one. Uh, West Asian was eight, and Unknown were two. And, and then it is interesting, too, that... Uh, um, it's, it's still the Jewish people that are being biased by their religious beliefs, and uh, a lot of that's vandalism. I know. Yeah, well, that's that's the graffiti stuff. Yeah, these cowards can get behind their spray can in the middle of the night to write this stuff on walls, and 
And, and, you know, we really encourage people to record graffiti that's gone up because we have the graffiti buster crews that can go out and remove it pretty quickly if it's on public property. Uh, we obviously can't go into private property and remove it. That's the responsibility of the owner. And uh, But if there is an owner that's unable to do it, uh, you know, I suggest they contact the ward counselor and get assistance from them to, to get them a hand. But most of this graffiti stuff does incur on bridges and other public uh, facilities or, or structures. And... Uh, and, and and so, but I can't stress enough. We want people to report this, and uh, I suspect we'll hear tomorrow. One of the main reasons for the sixty percent jump is that more people are reporting it. Well, that's good, really, because as as you've told us, and Chief Gert has told us in the past, Lloyd, is if you do report this, it becomes a known statistic, and with those statistics, you as a board, and more importantly, Chief Gert, can deploy officers appropriately. Absolutely. It wasn't until 2003 we actually had a unit that, that uh, specialized in this. And now we meet with, um, I'm just flipping the page here, I think it's 14 different police organizations in the area to compare hate crimes and uh, statistics and the amount of reporting and, and uh, to put in place future actions. And uh, so there is a, a number of police agencies that are working with us to collectively come together to try to hit this straight on. Yes, I just turned to it's 14 from Brantford right through to Woodstock that um, that we meet with quarterly to go over these statistics, go over these crimes, and, and establish patterns. So there's there's a program, there's a, there's a game plan in place here. There is. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, uh, graffiti artists don't just hit Hamilton. They do grunts, particularly those that tag. And, uh, you know, those are the ones that are generally uh, hate-based uh, racially slurs, and, and, and so they'll move from municipality to municipality. They won't stay just in Hamilton. But as an example, we have Brantford, York, Durham, Guelph, Halton, London, Niagara, uh, the OPP, Ottawa, Peel, Stratford, Toronto, Waterloo, and Woodstock as the police groups that we um, meet with on a quarterly basis to go over these statistics. Uh, it's uh, going to be interesting to see just how the police uh, put the presentation together and, of course, the board's reaction to this. Uh, this is this is good information to have and and obviously uh, very timely with the budget coming down and, and the police and, and the deputy, uh, well, soon to be a second deputy, I guess, uh, to, to make some determinations about strategy. Lloyd, I know you got to get back into your meeting. Thanks so much for taking some time yeah, with us thank today. You. And just for your listeners, Bill, there's uh, some interesting reports that are coming up tomorrow, which we, I may want to come back, or you may want me to come back in your show. We've also got the annual report for the... The street checks issue is called collection of identifying information in certain circumstances, so it's been updated out to the end of 2017. And they have the year-end report coming up on victim services tomorrow also. So these are also two very interesting reports that will be uh, laid out before the public tomorrow at uh, 2 o'clock. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. Thanks again, Lloyd. Okay, Bill. Lloyd Ferguson, uh, Chair of the Police Services Board. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.